Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. Hey, welcome into another edition of Talk of Champions Recruiting. I'm your host, Zach Barry. Joining me as always, Ben Garrett. Ben, good morning. Good morning, Zach. How are you? You know what? I would say I'm doing great, but can we talk about how mosquitoes are just bullshit? No, Zach, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about Ole Miss recruiting. I'm, I'm 35 years on this planet. How have we not just murdered them all same thing with wasps but again zach we have business to take care of today it's ridiculous like um you know like recruiting like uh like a five-star plus prospect as soon as they arrive on scene for a big recruiting weekend and people flock to them to do interviews and ask questions and take pictures that's what my life is like when i go outside with mosquitoes it's stupid but we're not here to talk about mosquitoes, like Ben said. We're going to talk about Juice Fest 23. That is this what, weekend. What? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It will be an all-weekend affair. We've got the full list. We can talk about the notable visitors and look into that. We are also going to, uh, or I am also going to ask Ben a little about his conversation with Chris Beard. You can uh, read and listen to it on the site at omspirit.com, an affiliate of On3. And he, wherever he, you get your podcast by just simply searching Talk of Champions, as well as yeah. all of Zach's incredible content from SEC Media Days. Talk to so many um, people uh, at know. SEC Media Days for interviews like Andy Staples and J.D. Pickle and just a bunch of people that are really good conversations. So check those out too. Yeah, thank you, man. It was fun. Um, but you yeah, so how How was it? It, it was, uh, look, dude. We're going to use more animal metaphors. I mean, that was fish in a barrel. And you got all these great media personalities and radio people and podcasts and 
just everybody was there. So it was, it was nice to just kind of walk around and then you just bump into, you know, Matt Moscona or Ryan Brown or, um, you know, it, it was fun. Just, you know, Hey, let's go over here and chat. And everybody's down to do it. Everybody's game. So it was, um, it was fun. I look forward to next year, even though it's in Dallas, we won't get into that, but, um, all right. So juice fest 23, um, it looks like almost every commit will be in attendance. Um, there are a couple 24 prospects that are uh, uncommitted. And then we've got some big time 2025 guys that are going to be in, in town. One in particular that I am uh, very, very interested to see how the, uh, the next couple months unfold for him. But what were your impressions of the list just right off the cuff? I honestly don't know what I think of it yet. Um, I was looking at it, and there's obviously some names missing from it that uh, I was looking for. But um, it's still the big ending recruiting event of the summer. That You know, they're getting some big-time prospects on campus. Uh, Deuce Knight, you know, of 2025, he's a four-star quarterback. Keelan Russell's coming in, too. He's a four-star. I mean, there are guys that are highly rated, that are studs coming in. But this is Juice Fest. Right. This is like their big end of the end of the summer recruiting event. And I'm looking at the 2024 prospects and there's some really good ones, especially the commitments coming in like Jeremy Scott and big cost, Joseph Cryer, Jeffrey Rush, four star edge, Cameron Beavers, four star defensive lineman, William Eccles, who many over there at the Manning Center, not us, not me and Zach. We're just quoting sources, which is, I mean, put two and two together um, that he's one of, if not the best prospects in the state. Who but could I'm it not be? Seen, I know. But we're not seeing Cam Franklin's name. We're not seeing who's, who's committing August 11th. We're not seeing Jamonta Waller. We're not seeing Narelle White. We're not seeing J.J. Harrell. Um, each of those is a case-by-case issue, and we could go through them, but I feel like we'd be beating a dead horse here. But you asked me what I thought of the list. The list looked about right as far as – uh, 2025 goes. I mean, that's the star-studded, you know, nature of, of a juice fest, which is your end of the year event. Your big going out with a bang, your shindig, right? I mean, four-star Sum- running back summer. DeAndre Ryden. Yeah, summer, summer, summer event. Shindig. Yeah, yes, that's you know what I meant. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just not, I'm not seeing the in-state so, names that I think everyone is hoping was was or is hoping to see okay. once Friday rolls around. So here's my theory. Well, it's not a theory. I've talked to. Again, put two and two together here. I've talked to people in the building. Um, for guys like Cam, I know Cam Franklin's a big one. He's committing soon. Everybody wants to know what the deal is with Cam Franklin. Why can't Ole Miss get anybody from DeSoto County? Why has it been um, – let me do some quick math here. 17 years since they've gotten somebody from DeSoto County. What they're doing with Cam Franklin, I assume they're going to do it with Jamonte Waller. I assume they'll either do this with – one of or both Braylon Burnside and Narelle White. They are wanting to get them in by themselves. They want an all hands on deck, all attention, all eyes and ears directed at this prospect. That's what I got from Cam Franklin was, hey, we would love for him to be here, but we are we would preferably like the visit. And this is how, and, and this, look, this is not sour grapes because this is how they've done it this entire time. Cam Franklin has done a couple weekend visits, but most of his have been during the week when it's just him. 
And that's one-on-one time with Lane Kiffin. That's one-on-one time with Pete Golding. That's one-on-one time with Randall Joyner and Kelvin Bolden. They want to do that. I think that's the mode they're going to be in with high-profile guys like Cam Franklin, Jamonte Waller, Narelle White, Braylon Burnside. I think that's what it's going to be from here on out. And as Ben said, this is the big summer event. Now, I do think this is also an unveiling of the new Manning Center. They're going to show all the commits. Hey, this is what you committed to. Because that, that's been the thing that I have heard from a lot of either commits or targets. They're talking about the facilities, which is kind of weird because now it doesn't really matter if you have good facilities because NIL exists. Um, but that's been the big sales pitch is, hey, like this sucks. You know, you got to do your photo shoot in the stadium because the building's under construction, but this is what it's going to look like. So now they're bringing them all back. Hey, you saw the renderings. Here it is in the flesh, right, right in front of you. So I think that that's what they're going for this weekend, especially with the 25 guys. You mentioned Deuce Knight. That's the one I'm excited to talk about. Um, and then uh, DeAndre Ryden is going to be in, a fi- uh, four-star running back from DeSoto, Texas, big-time prospect. Um, there's some big names that are going to be in town, and they're wanting to showcase, like, hey, this is what the future of Ole Miss football looks like. The head coach is here. He's not leaving. He's all in. Brand new building. Brand new locker room. Brand new weight room. And yes, I know. It's, it's been long overdue, Ben. It's it's going to, you know, I, I hope that you and I, I think um, we are going to have an opportunity to see it. But we've seen the pictures. Yes, it is incredible. It looks fantastic, but probably should have gotten there maybe 10 years ago, but that's neither here nor there. So this weekend is going to not only be, Hey, come here, come work out for us in person. We want to see if you're legit. Also, here's this badass new facility, but yeah, I think that's what this is this weekend. It's first and foremost, it's come here, get some work in. Let's, let's see uh, if these camp offers turn into legitimate offers. Let's see um, if you're actually six two, two twenty five. Um, but also this is the future of Ole Miss football. Lane Kiffin extended. He's here all in. We've got Quinshawn Judkins here, you know, consensus, all American best running back in college football. We got Jackson Dart. We got Caden Prescorn. We got Zachary, uh, we got Zach Franklin. We got Trey Harris. We, we got them all. We got all the players. Now we got the facilities. Now we need you to come and join us. So I think that that's what they're going for with all the commits coming in because they've been pushing this update for so long. Um, But also going back to what I said, that's not a spin. That's not sour grapes. That's not me blowing smoke or, you know, pumping sunshine, whatever you want to call it. I think that's the approach for Cam Franklin, Jamonte Waller, guys like that. They want one-on-one FaceTime to where you're not lost, not that they would be, because one, Cam Franklin is hard to miss, but two, there's going to be other guys there. They don't want to have to, uh, Ben, you've been, you've hosted parties before where you have a mixed group of friends. You know, you've got like little pockets of friends. You've got your college friends. You've got your friends post-college. You've got, you know, maybe some high school friends. You've got some family friends. Maybe it's just me. When I host a party, I try to make sure that I get to see everybody. I don't cling on to, you know, I don't get too clicky. I want to include everyone in the party. That's kind of what recruiting weekends are like, where you got to divide and conquer. They don't want to divide and conquer with Camarion Franklin. They want him there, solo dolo, 
let's sit down and let's talk. That's what I was told. And it makes sense because that's what they've done this whole time. No, I agree with the uh, approach and what you're getting at here, but I'm just trying to put myself in the spot. Now, now of the it may not work. It, it may still not work, but yeah, I get, yeah, I get the grumblings, the groveling. Yeah. I mean, cause if I'm listening to that, it just sounds like excuse making, not from Zach. Zach's repeating things that he's hearing. Same thing for, from both of us. It, whenever we say, well, this is why we think Cam or so and so isn't coming. It's not, you know, purely opinion or Ben Garrett and Zach aren't determining anything here. Okay. But we're telling you what we're hearing. And, you know, W Zimmer 25 on our board at the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, and Philip on three, he asked the question today as we started recording. He was like, with the official Juice Fest list dropping, I was curious where we stand with the following guys. And he asked it like we do on this podcast, trending or ending. And he listed them out, Narelle White, Jamonte Waller, J.J. Harold, Brethren Burnside. And I would add Cam Franklin to that. Like I said, he's committing somewhere on August 11th. And last I checked or heard, it was down to Tennessee, Ole Miss, and Miami of Florida. So if you're making me guess, if he's committing August 11th and he's not showing up on this list, if I'm the common Ole Miss fan list to this, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, Ole Miss is not getting Cam Franklin. And I don't blame them for failing that way um, because – Quite frankly, they sh- I thought they would have at least, with the way things were going back in, say, May, April, at least seemed to be trending both in talking to sources and the players themselves and following recruiting, recruiting like we do. It seemed like by this point, by Juice Fest, they would have had committed at least two of the ones I just mentioned. And I would have probably guessed it being Narelle White and either J.J. Harrell or Cam Franklin. And now, when you look at that list, Narelle White's committed to Arkansas. Jamonte Wallace committed to Florida. He's not coming here. Unless something changes, he's not coming here. J.J. Harrell's committed to state. That's the one there's mixed messaging on. Some like, some love, as far as sourcing, yeah. old missourcing. Um, right. I think there's honestly a split in the room right now about what about what to do with, about J.J. Harrell's recruitment. And Braylon Burnside was always going to be a tough pull. Yes, Ole Miss has um, gone into the backyard or gone into the mouth of the lion's den of their in-state rival. Two other times with Luke Altmaier and A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, obviously, the biggest one there. And pulled startful kids to Ole Miss. But look, man, I mean, Braylon Burnside's committed to State, as most thought he would be. State has a lot of pride, and they're trying to raise a lot of money, and they're paying kids to commit. So, bingo. Juice Fest, maybe what it used to be, what I had, what I, kind of what I thought Juice Fest was. And what they had, the, how they'd been treating it. It's kind of like how Alabama did its old car wash stuff, whatever it used to be called, the uh, big weekend, you know, or the big uh, what, what was it? It's like the grill out or something. Alabama did one. Uh, Auburn used to do one under Gus Malzahn. They used to have these big Auburn. Uh, Auburn does the yeah. uh, what do they call it? Like big cat weekend. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Some big end of the summer shindig. Yeah. Bama goes. It, they, they want Bama goes everybody to the lake with Saban. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I thought that's kind of what Juice Fest, what they were going for with Juice Fest. And whenever they would have those events, it was about getting as many of the players that they want on campus as possible because they're trying to make it uh, the preeminent or a preeminent event, an event that takes over all of college football attention, even if only for a day. It it takes something that's local to a national place if you can get as many good players on campus as possible. And yet Ole Miss's list, while star-studded, is mostly in 2025 that doesn't really answer the question in regards to 2024, doesn't really address the uh, concerns or 
you know, Ole Miss fans have some real legitimate concerns about 2024 recruiting. And for this class, this 2024 class that we've been talking about since November, being historically good as, as far as the talent depth of the of the class and talent of prospects in the state, unrivaled uh, in recent history, and almost could strike out almost all of them. That is something to be concerned about. That is something to have a question about. Um, I am reserving judgment, though. I'm not panicking full on now. It's just sure. I saw the list well, at Juice Fest. I saw yeah. the list. I saw the list for Juice Fest, and it continued a trend, a concerning trend for me in terms of these in-state prospects. So if we're constantly talking about this every single day, we're trying to move the story forward and be right on top of what's happening. You can draw no other conclusion then Ole Miss is just stinking it up right now in the state. They just are. Now, you could say, well, they prefer Rajay Dennis to uh, J.J. Harrell, which is true, but well, yeah, <laughs> they want yeah. Cam Franklin. You know what I mean? They want Cam Franklin. Oh, yeah, they yeah. want Jamonta Waller, and you're missing on them. They want Narell White. They're missing on them. How do you get one or, or all of them in the boat? A lot of it has to do with the money going around because it's not like Ole Miss is the only school aware in this footprint, this SEC footprint, of good players in Mississippi this year. So I think that I mean, the yeah. concern should be with the defensive prospects. Cause look, which is where the most high profile guys are this year. Yeah. And now again, this is, this is legitimate. This isn't an Ole Miss podcast trying to make you feel better. The Camarion Franklins and the Jamonte Wallers of the world. They're the most expensive. So, Everybody is going to want them and everybody is going to be trying to pay. Um, now, what you said, like Raji Dennis over J.J. Harrell. If you just look at it on, on paper, Raji Dennis, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but the dude can flat out move on a track and can run. And J.J. Harrell, very good player in his own right, but he's coming off a knee, a knee injury. So there could be some... Hey, we're gonna we're gonna take the guy right now that we know can run and can get at, in and out of breaks and can make plays. And Pete Golding recruits Louisiana just about as good as anyone. And and, and please know, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you and continue your thought, please. But briefly, everyone know that was not me taking a shot at Rajay Dennis. He's legitimate. Like they love that dude. No, no, no. He's yeah. one of the. Yeah, I mean, this is not in any way a comment on him. I'm saying that. In, in evaluation, they prefer him over J.J. Harrell right now. Um, now, would they take J.J. Harrell on top of him? I, I don't think so right now. Narell White, they would either. bring along. They would bring yes. in Braylon Burnside. Yes. Uh, but it feels like they've got certain amount of spots allocated to each position. Wide receiver isn't going to get like five this year. So if J.J. Harrell isn't going to commit, well – your spot's going to get wrapped up with someone else. So there is some focus on other prospects, good prospects, arguably better prospects out of state. Um, but it's easier to swallow or at least e easier to make sense of if you're the common fan listening to an Ole Miss-centric podcast or reading our site or whatever, if it's Cam Franklin, Jamonte Waller, and then Rajay Dennis. They're not getting any of them right now. And we could say it's the money, and there's a lot of truth to that. But you could also say, because there's a lot of truth to it too, Ole Miss is just missing out. Ole Miss is losing in state right now. And it's a drastic turnabout from where we were entering the summer. 
not we being Ole Miss, we being you and me, and how we talked about this stuff, because all the trend lines seem to be really building momentum Ole Miss's way. And yet here we are entering Juice Fest, which is their big closeout event, recruiting event of the summer before fall camp starts next week. And none of them are scheduled to be here. From an optic standpoint alone, that looks bad. It just looks bad. And I'm sure they know this. They're, they're, they're not obtuse. But it'd be different if they had those commitments that they have, because there's a lot of guys in this class that, that are studs, have the chance to be real studs. And But you just lost your, your four-star quarterback to a decommitment, and now for Juice Fest, where's Cam Franklin? Where is Jamonta Waller? Where is Narelle White? Where is Braylon Burnside? If Ole Miss is still viable in those recruitments, I would say it is case by case. And Cam Franklin, I'm not reading too much into that one, even though he is committing August 11th, because I know how many times he's been here. But I just don't think, see how anyone could argue differently that Jamonta Waller is just a non-option for Ole Miss right now. Yeah, and and I pretty much got it confirmed with, I don't think the plan at all was to have Cam Franklin in town this weekend because they want one-on-one. That's Well, there you go. And, and take that to the bank. I mean, that's that's good process-sourced information, you know, vetted information. But, like, right. all right, cool, where's Jamonta Waller? <laughs> you know? It, well, well, we know where he is. Um, so, yes, yeah, it, it's not a – and you could, and, and I know there are going to be some that are going to say, well, Nick Saban has all his guys there in one weekend. And, you know, well, they do things differently. That's a different also, staff. It's a different process. A perfectly legitimate uh, sure. rebuttal, you know? Yeah. But that's not like so. We don't have to dance around this anymore. It's this is what's happening. Like Mississippi State, they get Jimothy Lewis, JJ Harrell, Braylon Burnside all within like I don't know what was it three days. I was at the beach. I don't remember. Jimothy Lewis visited Ole Miss four times in six days. Didn't even have Mississippi State in his top schools, and he's going to turn around and commit. Come on, you ain't got to go to an Ivy League school to figure it out. Ole Miss is not going to do that. You know Derek Nix better than me, but I quasi know Derek Nix from covering recruiting for so long. That's not how they operate. They're not going to play that game. They're going to play the long game, and they're going to continue to recruit, keep a consistent relationship, keep the dialogue open, and they're going to recruit until signing day. That's what they're going to do. They're going to also bank on what the product on the field looks like. And that's going to be a viable option. They're going to say, we think our offense, that was what? What did it finish last year? Top 10? Top 15? I don't know. It was a damn good offense. It's always, gonna, it's always right there, yeah. They're going to bank on that. Receivers can come here and play, and you're going to get touches, and you're going to go to the league. Maybe that doesn't work anymore, but that's that's what we have to go by because that's how this staff operates. Now, again, as a fan... And I can also sure, add something you on Jimothy. Do what? I can add something on Jimothy as well. Yeah, like, please. Ole Miss was equally at fault there. There's a lot... There's a... Uh, let's, let's call it a breakdown in communication that led to some questionable things as far as Jimothy's family. They were upset about some stuff. And then you go to state and they offer you the money, you know, yeah, I mean, I get it, but that, like, again, that's still an Ole Miss issue. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter 
how it happened, it happened. It doesn't matter how Jimothy Lewis ended up at state and where all it was trending, he's committed to state. And same thing with all these prospects, too. Yes, I agree. I agree philosophically with the approach Ole Miss is taking with Cam Franklin, that bringing him in for Juice Fest is counterintuitive. He needs to be coming in for a weekend in which he gets all attention, and I agree with all of that. I agree with the approach. But I'm th- I'm t- that's more of a, a micro view, and I'm thinking the macro. Is that, th- is that it? Which one's the big and the little? It doesn't matter. The big picture view is this. <laughs> Your big recruiting weekend that closes out the micro summer. micro is the little. I think so. You know, I, that's what I was going with. That makes sense. Yeah, you know, but but I was told there'd be no math. All right. The only <laughs> math I know are like batting averages, on base percentage, slugging, OPS, right? But it doesn't look great. Even understanding and acknowledging that, okay, I agree with the approach, but it doesn't look great when your big events come this weekend and none of these kids are on the, on the expected list. And that might change. You know, there's still days to go here. It's not like the, when the list comes out, that's final. Um, there's always adds and, and subtractions from that. More math. But right now, that doesn't look great. Great. They, I would hope or think at least they'd want to get yeah. some of the kid, those kids. Both. I mean, especially if you're going to bring like Jeffrey Rush and Cam Beavers on the campus too. I know they're committed to you, but you get what both, I'm getting at. Yeah, both things can be true. The optics right. can be bad. But it could also be, you know, by design. And it is it's by fine design to be because by I design. just and that's fine. Him. But but that's yes. You, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen yes. Zach has confirmed this. But again, it can be by design. But if it's by design, that's supposed to yield results, and the results aren't there. So basically, <clears throat> you, as you know, maybe the Ole Miss staff is never going to get to this point. But maybe they have to get to the the bridge over troubled waters where they have to decide, do we want to start paying for early commits? Do we want to start pushing for guys to commit early? Cause look, and now the, is that the, something you just have to do? Yeah. Is, well, that the, a, is that the cost of doing business now? Right. The answer to this is obvious. Do you want to pay early and then just please God, hold on for nine months. Cause I talked to a guy on staff about this and how, Recruiting is just, it's flipped on its head. It's 180 from what it used to be. Now, okay, you got your guy in the bag in April. Well, now everybody is probably going to have an idea of what that number was. They're going to be able to use that as ammunition, and they are just going to pound and pound and pound and pound away to try to flip or get you to decommit. And if what happens you, to that commitment money? I mean, do they, I don't I don't understand how that works I, I because I know either. how like when the Grove Collective does a deal. I mean, there's language, there's a contract. Say, there's some contingencies in there. Um, oh yeah, I mean, you don't get a dime. It's well, it's all performance. We, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> we could ask Chris Marshall, but he probably won't respond. Um, uh, yeah, well, I mean, you don't get a dime you have the real money. I mean, yeah, every yeah, yeah, kid's yeah. probably getting. A, I mean, he's getting a signing bonus. So that's neither here nor there. Now, I've but a signing bonus pales in comparison to what like you could make if you're a kid that signs with the Grove Collective or any collective out there, and pl- I have and, heard and going to play and, and producing that way. Yeah, I have heard schools are doing something similar to a signing bonus, where it's like you got to make it to campus and then you get it. Yeah, yeah, that's, like you sign. That's very and, real. And, well, in the NFL, if somebody signs a contract or gets a signing bonus, they don't then go, well, like I signed with the Cowboys, but man, it'd be fun to play for the Tennessee Titans. That's not how contracts work. That's why it's yeah. like the whole thing, the whole culture 
is so weird in college football. It's so yeah. stupid. And obviously, so, there's no federal law that's going to be solved because like three bills have been introduced in a week, and that's when you know when Washington's like actively a bunch of people putting out a bunch of different bills, but there's no consensus. That thing's going to they're trying to show that they're doing something without actually doing anything. Yeah. But that's my conversation with a guy on staff was for now, at least they're going to, it's going to be a hybrid approach of we have to play the game with the collective, but they're also going to cling on to, you know, some old adages of how they recruited up until NIL became a thing. And up until the portal became a thing where they're going to continue to build and work on the relationship and they're going to consistently be in communication. Well, like I was saying though, um, what happens to the money when they commit? Are they getting paid this money now? Okay. What if they flip? I don't know. Are they paying it back? Is, like there's with the growth collective or other <laughs> collectives, there's language, there's paper, there's signing, you know, there's some legalese in there. What happens to this money? It's fascinating to me. Yeah, I, again, I don't it's know. It's all a mess. I don't know. We could ask some guys this weekend. We could probably, ask some guys they, this weekend. They probably won't say, but. They won't. They'll look at us like. Really? The answer is always Come no on, until man. you ask. Um, 50 no's yeah. and a yes means yes. <laughs> it's like um, the old adage whenever uh, us ugly people would go to the bar. 50 no's and a yes means yes. Well, careful there. Um I think what? <laughs> I'm talking about asking out girls. Man, 2023 is it's a scary place. It's just a place of landmines. Continue. I think the the impetus is now on prioritizing who they want to finish this class with. 17 commits right now. That's big for a Lane Kiffin high school class. You know they're gonna hit the portal. That's it's that's gonna be it every year. They're going to try to find those impact guys in the portal. And that's just how it's going to be. I know Ole Miss fans don't like this. And, and look, I'm I'm not, again, this is what we've been told, been included, how they're going to approach it. Now, you have all the freedom in the world to tell us that, hey, this is stupid. This is not going to work. This is why everyone else is going to recruit better. Okay. Could be true. Also could be true. It is July 26th. How you recruit on July 26th doesn't really matter if, oops, we had nine D commitments on December 1st. So that's, that's kind of what I'm getting from talking with sources and talking with people around the industry at media days. I talked to a ton of people about this and how recruiting is just night and day different is there are going to be some coaching staffs that are going to like, we need it now. We need it now. We need to get 26 guys in here right now. And then there are going to be staffs like Ole Miss that are going to be patient and they're going to work Not on worried who about they... people yelling. Like you worried about us. Like we're worrying more than they are, I think, because if at the end of it the strategy doesn't yield results, then okay, what are we doing wrong? Let's re, uh, let's kind of like reevaluate our process. But right now, they're just following their approach and just letting it kind of play out. And I'm reserving judgment too. Like I said to start here, I'm not panicking on July. What is it? Twenty six, two thousand and twenty three. I'm not panicking yet. 
Uh, I do agree that all the trend lines point towards Ole Miss is striking out in the state right now, and that is not in any way what we expected entering the summer. However, if in November, which once the official results come in, if it's still this, then it's a totally different conversation that we got to figure out, okay, what the hell went wrong with this? But right yeah, now, and there's some nuance to that too, because striking out on some big name guys, but let's not, let's not sneeze at Cam Beavers and Jeffrey Rush. Agree. Some of the other in-state guys. Agree. Not getting enough credit. Uh, specifically Rush and Cam Beavers. Like, if Rush and Cam Beavers committed on back-to-back days earlier this month, the whole conversation feels different. But that's just recruiting in general. I mean, you fall in it's, love with kids, they yeah. commit, and you forget about them, about who's it next. Is, it's always like that. It is a true, what have you done for me lately business. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. those guys commit in, in you know, May, We June, fall victim whatever. to it, too. Yeah, we fall. I mean, we're, we spent a whole podcast, mostly me, bitching and complaining about in-state recruiting, and yet they've got two four-stars in the state at the toughest position to recruit, defensive line, specifically edge with uh, Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. And, and we're talking it, about what they're not getting. Right. And another thing, like, I know everybody gets caught up in, well, DeMond Williams Jr. decommitted. What happened? Well, every, you know. Austin Simmons. The yeah. news cycle just – it just dumps everything out because yeah, they got a borderline. If Austin Simmons had stayed in school, he had a chance to be a legit top 20 prospect, maybe flirting with five-star status with how good he was, but everybody just forgets about it because, you know, tweets last eight minutes, like a lifespan of a tweet is eight minutes and everything. That's just what I've always heard. I've heard tweets lifespan is like seven or eight minutes. That is hilarious. So well, yeah, it's I like mean, with dogs, like dogs have an attention span of four seconds. That's how I always think about it. That, that's what we are in 2023. Say, that's that why dogs, I like is that dogs are like three year olds. Yeah, well, both. No, no, three. My, no, my, three my, my three year old can, can focus now, but. Um, but yeah, like think about it. Jim Harbaugh yesterday got suspended four games for buying a cheeseburger, which we all agree. <laughs> complete nonsense, but also couldn't happen to a better dude. You flew into IHOP, man. I mean, which is your right, but also Shea Patterson was sitting down with you in the Oxford IHOP. You couldn't even take him to Batesville. Couldn't even take him up the road to Holly Springs. I do. Uh, I now don't lie to investigators. That's your fault. You're, but also, yeah, Tennessee was literally caught paying players. Yeah. Pre NIL, and I, I mean the slapped, NCAA on was the, wrist. the NCAA was allowing other schools to cuck Ole Miss. I mean, dude, if well, you ever we know, wonder, we know why. Oh, uh, yeah. If we ever wonder how much the NCAA just hated, like they you, had to get Ole Miss. If you need, to, if you need to know, fly in, if you, you know, if, you, if we need to spell it out for you, um, you can find him on Twitter. Um, I don't know what his handle is, but I'm sure he'll reply to you. Um, they just wanted to get Hugh Freeze. Oh, man. They wanted to tear his ass a new one, and they did. Well, it's just silly because Jim Harbaugh gets suspended four games for buying a cheeseburger. It was for lying to the NCAA investigators. But he gets suspended for this, and it was all I saw all morning, everywhere you went, because everybody starts aggregating it. The news comes out, and um, maybe it was released by ESPN. And then SI grabs it, and we grab it, and 
247 grabs it. Rivals grab Bleacher Report. Everybody grabs it and writes some variation of the same thing. And today there's nothing about it. <laughs> we'll remember it again when he misses his first game. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Missing, I think four you'll remember, you'll remember when they when they kick off at noon against ECU. Yeah. I, I think they're – no, it's not four non-cons. It's three non-cons and Rutgers all at home. It's oh, brilliant. Oh, it's, oh, no. Not it's Rutgers. perfectly done. It's perfectly done. Perfectly done. I mean, just showing the the laughable, comical incompetence and also just toothlessness of the NCAA. Hilarious. I mean, Michigan is shitposting and trolling the NCAA to its face. It's cucking it back. But don't pretend. I mean, it's just the whole thing. It, the whole culture is asinine. Um, but it is. It's it's the circus in which we all voluntarily contribute and live in and this weekend is the biggest recruiting circus for Ole Miss of the summer and Cam Franklin coming in and committing on August 11th I mean what else what other conclusion can be drawn other than he's not coming here right so optically maybe maybe optics don't matter but I would actually argue they do because that that's why you have a juice fest for that that short attention span like we're talking about so that for one day if not for one short news cycle in college football recruiting and yeah, that's a very specific online community, but man, it's passionate and and it's filled with kids, aspiring kids to come to your school and fans and potential subscribers on and on and on for one, maybe four hour stretch, all the graphics you get to send out on Twitter, all the pictures you get to send out Cam Franklin and Jamonta Waller hanging out at juice fest, just blowing. It's the marketing recruiting marketing opportunity of the summer for Ole Miss. And these kids aren't coming in. And because of recent history, you can't blame anybody for being concerned about that. Hell, I'm getting concerned about it. Again, not freaking out. It's July 26, 2023, here on Talk of Champions, yeah. the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com, Fed on three. But what else What else can you do if you're an Ole Miss media person, fan? I mean, you and I try to do this stuff as objectively as we possibly can. And, like, objectively, I can't look at this any other way and say, man, Jeffrey Rush is a stud. Cam Beavers is a stud. I just thought there would be more. I thought they would have added the way things were going, six of the top ten in the state, something like that, seven. It's hard to dominate the state. It is. And now we can do – And we always get to trap where we think it's going to be different, and it's it's always just nuts. It never happens. It never happens. I mean, we could have a whole podcast about this, but, I mean, first of all, it was so stupid to have two big – higher education institutions in Mississippi. Just have one and 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 you're you're dominating a lot of sports. And it's a much e- I mean look at LSU. That's the perfect example. LSU is big enough to where they probably could have had more than one big higher education power 5 level institution. But they have one. So guess what? LSU dominates the state. Every single year. Man, I was thinking about that the other day, I swear, because Oxford's getting huge. It's getting ridiculous. I think there's going to come a point where Oxford is like the only destination city in Mississippi. There isn't one, but Oxford could become that. So what I'm saying is New Albany should become Oxford East, (laughs) and we should consolidate Union County like with uh, New Albany, Myrtle, East Union, West Union, Ingemar, bring them all together and become Oxford East. And man, the rivalry with Oxford West over there would be awesome. 
And then it became a bigger conversation. Think about the state of Mississippi. Ole Miss and State, had they not hated each other and become Ole Miss State, Southern Miss too, combine all the major universities, all the major JUCOs. It's the best JUCO it used to be. I don't know about it anymore. I'm not really up to speed on the JUCO system in Mississippi or nationally anymore. But like JUCO-wise, Mississippi used to be the place to go to play JUCO ball for Nash, every national recruit that couldn't get into school. JUCO has been hit the worst by the NIL, NIL stuff. They've yeah, been just shredded the, as far as talent. The, oh, in the portal, yeah. yeah, destroyed them. I mean, there's um, there's still Juco's over the biggest still over still over a thousand guys in the portal, and they're not going JUCO because they want to try to go to another school. Yeah, nowhere to go. Um, but JUCOs have been destroyed by that. But like, used to be far and away the strongest JUCO system in the country, and it wasn't close. So think about all that talent at one school at the destination school. You don't have to be called Ole Miss. You don't have to be called anything. It'd be just called Mississippi. You would have a national contender every year, and you would never have to worry about, well, where's Cam Franklin going? Where's Braylon Burnside going? Because like you just said, it would be like LSU. I mean, I think I my mean, buddy Shay Dixon, for who's a, who covers LSU for all three, I think he uh, put it out there recently. I mean, the top 25 in Louisiana, I think 20 of the top 25, they're going to LSU. That's what they tell Oh, shocker. Yeah. I mean, that was what they would all go to, whatever, old, you know, the Ole Miss Mississippi State Super School is called. Oh, God, I can just already hear the comments. I mean, you just call it the University of Mississippi. Oh, there's no way they let you call it that, state fans, <laughs> if you if you do the combination. Well, Southern sorry, Miss this, is our, this is our podcast, so that's what we're calling it. How about Mississippi <laughs> University, Miss You? Miss You. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. Are you ready for the Grove? Because I know I am. So join Lane Kiffin and your Ole Miss football Rebels at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium this fall for the 2023 season. Order tickets now to participate in the seat selection process and to explore seating options. Visit OleMissTix.com, OleMissTix.com, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation today, 662-915-7159. For Ole Miss football season tickets, it's time again to help lock the vault. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. The sun's a-shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove. Beer showers. It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Ufi Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. 
Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver, so ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Tying it all back in here, and this is a theme for the for the entire podcast. This is a theme for life. Oh, our buddy, our buddy Andy Whitry at On Three NIL Business Reporter is talking with Greg Schiano at Rutgers, and he says he has a note on his desk that says, "Quote: If you don't like it, change it, or change the way you think about it." So there you go. There we go. Greg Schiano is if the you button. Don't, if you don't like if you don't like it, change it or change the way you think about it. That can apply to NIL. That can apply to in-state recruiting. Hell, then that could apply to mosquitoes. Um or juice fest. That's a great mantra. But yeah, I mean, that's I mean, coaches are having to do that because I guarantee you coaches didn't like and again, I don't think the coaches have an issue with players getting paid. Now I haven't no. I haven't spoken with every coach, but I think for the most part they don't care. They only no care about, about it. That. 
about the way it's changed because recruiting is just it's you have to approach it differently now the traditional recruiting of relationship building position coach um you you know do you like your position coach do you like the school do they have the major you want what's the town like can mom and dad come can grandma and grandpa come is it a close drive nope that's no longer an issue because you got nil you got money you got deals you can have the parents come on a you know commercial domestic flight for free now whatever um but yeah i it's everybody's just gonna have to change the way they think about recruiting and you don't have to like it because you know there are some things that i don't like about it because and and i'm not complaining about doing my job i I do like the the newly introduced variables and i think it makes it to where it's kind of fun and, and challenging for us to be creative with how we approach it and cover it and how we talk to prospects. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I mean, that's just life. Things happen that you don't like and you have to adjust. What, what's the, what's the old adage like adapt or die. Like that's what you have to do here. You got to roll with the punches. Can, uh, uh, shout out Kenny Loggins. You got to, Know when to hold them and know when to fold them, baby. Kenny Rogers, not Kenny Loggins. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I mean, the heat is I got, on. I got, top, I, got, I got Top Gun on the mind. Um, oh, that's fun. Wait, no, did he? He didn't do the heat is on. He did uh, the danger zone. We're all getting yeah. this stuff confused here. Kenny Rogers had a chain of uh, roasted chicken uh, restaurants. Remember those? No kidding. No. Yeah, you remember the uh the 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 episode of Seinfeld? I've never watched Seinfeld. What? That's God's honest truth. Not making not Dear making that up at all. God, I know, I know. Yeah, the, he he used to have it. It was like Kenny Rogers Roastery. It was in uh it was in Germantown. I, I didn't know that. A- I do know that like Kenny Rogers is responsible, along with the great Dolly Parton, who is the goat, the best Christmas song ever. Christmas uh, uh Christmas to remember. It's one of the greatest Christmas songs ever. Okay. I'm I'm and, so and glad. Never, yeah. I'm so glad you didn't say Santa Baby because you want to talk about oh, problematic. God, no. Uh, what? No. Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton, a Christmas to remember. It is just perfect. Dolly two is two people fall in love in, in Aspen. Sung by the great Dolly. Aspen. Aspen. Well, the women Man, we just, flock Kenny like the, uh Birds of Capistrano, huh? I was making yeah. a Dumb and Dumber reference. No, no, oh no, I got it, I got it. I told you I was at that hotel and I saw the uh, landed on the moon thing, right? Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, we were at the. That would uh, be so fun. The wedding I was at in uh, Estes Park. So it's, they... it's legit still hanging there. Oh yeah, it's in the bar. Oh, that's great. Well, see, we so, were at when me and Emily went to L.A. for our anniversary. And uh, we did one of those hop on, hop off tours, and we're driving down the road. Those are and, the best. And uh, our tour guide, oh, I love those. Our tour guide goes, now, if you look to your left, can anybody tell me what this building is? And the, I mean, I'm the only one. But I'm like, that's Dark and Tommy Plaza. Dark and Tommy. That's so, God, that's so awesome. Yeah, dude. So that's, if there's what a, anybody. What a segue. Is, we're, talking, we're talking Christmas songs, and then you bring up Die Hard. Perfect. Yes, it's the best Christmas movie ever. Yes. Um. Yeah, yeah, so it was the same. So it's the Stanley Hotel 
it is the hotel that Stephen King stayed in and inspired The Shining. Um, awesome. It's not, it's not where they filmed The Shining. It was filmed in Oregon, but that is where he stayed. So when they, the scene so in Dumb and Dumber. Film, you didn't film The Shining in the hotel that inspired it. No, and Stephen King was not happy about that. That's why he made a uh, television series, or that's why he, I guess, helped write it. But um, Learn something this, new every single day, man. There you go. That's uh, life so, for you right there. So the scene when they're at the, they're in Aspen, you know, and Jim Carrey's handing out the money to the people coming upstairs. That's the hotel we were at. And while they were there, he stayed in, I cannot remember the room number. I want to say it was 1217. Uh, Jim Carrey stayed in that room. That's the Stephen King room that he stayed in for when he was inspired. And I think Jim Carrey only stayed in it one night. He said he just couldn't do it. He said it was too, too creepy. You want to end this podcast with a hot take? I mean, we're not going to end it on that note, but come on. No, no. Here you go. Here's the hot take. It's got it's regarding Jim Carrey, but I'll never okay. get to give you my entertainment hot takes. Jim Carrey's Riddler, a top three Batman movie portrayal of a villain. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Edward Nigma. Edward Nigma. I almost said Stanley Ipkiss, but that was the mask. Um, See, Enigma. Get it? Yep. Yeah. Not very, not not very subtle back in the mid nineties. Have Have you Have we talked about Jim Carrey's nineteen ninety four his career? We need to do this off podcast, man. Because <laughs> I have so many thoughts about all of that. The people might want to know. They can ask uh, well, about it on maybe. the board. I, I need you to answer me one thing. I need you to answer me one thing though before we get okay. out of here. All right. All right. Are you panicking about in-state stuff? Not yet. Okay. I think it's still too early, and I do think things are going to change. Um, I'm not saying they're going to get everybody, but I do think that the season. Look, I'm I'm still sitting at eight and four, but a ball could. Oh, you could know bounce. where I am. A, yeah, I know where you're at. A ball could bounce Nine one way. Three. <laughs> look. There are a lot of question marks out there. We we're gonna do a whole we'll do we'll do a whole episode where we break down the schedule and talk because dude, football's right around the corner. Um it really is. And Spencer Sanders, how, how about that? Our, our um co-worker doubling down. Chuck, doubling down said I ain't going nowhere. You can check that out, <laughs> the old spirit. Said he ain't God, going wish, nowhere. Why didn't he do the AJ Brown tweet? <laughs> I mean, he would just be doing the AJ Brown tweet. You know, this is actually more original. Arthur Brown. He went through Charles K. Ronsville. I mean. Said I ain't going nowhere. That's rumor mill stuff. You got to go to the GOAT when you got to drop a bomb. When Um, the Ole Miss Godfather calls and says, I need a favor. But the curious case of Spencer Sanders is solved is what I'm saying. Yeah. I guess. uh, I guess. For now. Until tomorrow, our short attention spans. I mean, yeah, I, what, what, um, actions speak louder than words. Somebody told me that one time, so we'll see. Well, the actions have he's been done nothing but been working out and doing his thing. Next Wednesday is when they are next Tuesday, yeah. Next Tuesday or Wednesday is when they report, they practice next weekend. Yeah, I think, I think everybody starts next Friday. All right, if he does stick around, which man said it, you can read it the old man's spirit. If he does stick around. Jackson Dart starts the year, though. But Jackson Dart, Jackson Dart struggles early on. 
How long does it take for Spencer nah. Sanders to take over? Yeah. You're not doing that? I think it's going back to what I initially said when he signed. It's a it's gonna be a package thing. They're gonna use his legs to take some take some not, not pressure, but just take some hits off of Jackson Dart. Well, Jackson it's a Dart legitimate, got hit a it's lot a legitimate weapon. His legs yeah, are yeah, legitimate yeah. as a weapon. So like that, that's one thing that's that has been lost in this conversation. That's a brilliant point, Zach. That's a brilliant point. It really is. Even yeah, if he doesn't you. start, he's gonna play a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to use. You don't him. just like sit. You don't. You don't like. If you're staring at a wall of weapons going into the gladiator pit, you don't leave the big. You know what's the big slingy ball with the spikes? I think it's just a slingy ball. You pick ball it up too when you're and you grab the machete too. The ball of spikes is that is it really that simple? God, I, I am so. an idiot. Yeah, then let's roll with that. If there's something that could you know win you a fight in in this terrible terrible analogy. Ole Miss going into a football game, you don't just leave that weapon idle. No. You use it. anything at your disposal. So he's going to play. And quite frankly, if he's the gamer many think he is, including Trey Harris, which um, I talked to Trey for this podcast last weekend, and he brought it up. He is a gamer. Like, Bo was a gamer. Bad in practice, but you got into a game. And if there are struggles for Jackson, I think that's the one thing. There was nobody to go to, like, no real – second option after Jackson last year to go to. And this is no disrespect to Luke, but he's just not, in my opinion, an SC quarterback. And I think the coaches felt the same way. So even when Jackson struggled, he got better as Ole Miss got worse. Ole Miss goes one and five. He had 288 all-purpose yards on average per game. Over that same span, he got better as Ole Miss got worse. But when he was playing poorly, there was nobody to go to. What this has done more than anything else is, one, Spencer Sanders is going to have a role because his legs are good. And two, the leash is going to be so short. But it's not just the quarterback, though. I just don't think so. I mean, it's it's like that. It's it's safety, too. Well, I'm talking about it's not like, all right, he sucked for two series at Mercer, so Spencer Sanders coming in for the third. But if they get out of September 2-2, and you best believe this thing will be wide open again. Tulane's got a quarterback coming back that's an NFL player. Tulane's going to be tough. If if Jackson isn't moving the football against Tulane. I'll give you a hot take. We'll end the show on okay. You gave a hot take. I'll give a hot take. Please. I think Ole Miss dog walks Tulane this year. God, I hope you're right. I hope you're absolutely right. I think Tulane. I have, a, Tulane's, I have such a terrible feeling about that game. Um, and if Tulane's anybody, like, going to be good, and they're going to win the American. Ahead, I'm sorry. No, you're good. I, I think they're going to win the conference, but I think Ole Miss just puts a beating on them. And also, the day that Ole Miss has to worry about. Um, assuming Tulane is a win going into a season is the time we need to have a real hard conversation about what the hell is going on. <laughs> and that no disrespect to Tulane. Like, Tulane's a really good team. But Ole Miss, in the tier of college football teams, is always considered higher and always should be considered higher than Tulane. Then you're supposed to beat that team. If you lose to that team, which you could, but you shouldn't. But if you do lose that team, it brings about bigger conversations that we need to be having here. But if Ole Miss gets yeah. out of September only two and two, I mean, Spencer Sanders is going to have a role in every, all four of those games. And when he comes in, if the if the light flashes on, or if Ole Miss suddenly looks like the machine we think it could offensively, and those legs paired with Quinshawn Judkins' legs and all the athleticism around him just plays better in real time because he's a gamer. So I, I think it's been a little bit as Spencer Sanders kind of said to Chuck, a little blown out of proportion. Not by us, because 
we've all agreed. Like you and I have been in a disagreement about this one for a while. You said that he, you thought he's going to leave. I've been saying, where's he going to go? The money he's making comparatively for other opportunities. And we talked about getting real, like real money, only, only getting that money. If you're an old Miss rebel and <laughs> contributing to this football team in 2023, he could not yeah. get what he's getting at Ole Miss anywhere else. So I just thought it was kind of blown out of proportion and he's going to play anyway. Now the question is just, can Jackson take the step to where Spencer Sanders is an afterthought? That's where the real debate is. See, because I don't yeah. think, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't think so. Somebody asked me that on the board the other day. Can you, like, he's not going to take the corral step in year two under Kiffin as far as statistically, because that's almost impossible. Yeah. What Matt put up was historical numbers. It's impossible. It's like saying, okay, Suntarian Perkins put up the defensive Suntarian. equivalent. Suntarian Perkins, shut up. Can he put up <laughs> the defensive equivalent on-field production as Quinchon? No. No. What is that? That's record setting. What would that be? Breaking, like, Sinquez's interceptions record as a linebacker? I'm not going to predict that. You know what I mean? Would you Would you say, and this isn't to argue your point, but I'm just asking – do you think Jackson Dart's offense in 2023 has better weapons than Matt Corral's offense in 2021? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Who all and did he have in 2021? He had Elijah, but Elijah and Kenny well, was no, that the same year? Elijah no, was 2020. Yeah, so 2021. Like, talking about because you're talking about the year one, year two jump, right? Yes. Yes. So 2021 was Dontario Drummond, Braylon Sanders, right. Um, right. Jacor Pearson. Yes, he has uh, better options. Yes. Yeah, I mean, who was now, his tight end? Who was Matt's tight end that year? Casey Kelly. Yes, yes. Matt now, Matt Corral would have given a left nut for one of Caden Priest corner Michael Trigg. <laughs> Easy. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I. I mean, that, I still tell. I have tons of friends that are Tennessee alum, and they hate when I bring it up. But I'm do. I'm not doing it as a. I'm rubbing your nose in it. I'm doing it as like, and and this is not hyperbolic that was the best live sporting event i've ever been to because it had everything you had the you did the stuff on it had everything yeah i mean just looking at it on the field the game was incredible it was back and forth it had you know big plays it had big defensive stops it had big swings and momentum the crowd was incredible neyland stadium the bones not great um, if you're over, I six, love Neyland Stadium. If you're over six foot four in there, watch it, watch your noggin because you're going to hit something. But it's right the up inside the river. I think it's awesome. The in game atmosphere is incredible. I mean, it's awesome. The, the Tennessee band comes out and plays the alma mater of the visiting school. I did not know that. And I've been to a ton of Tennessee games. Um, that's cool. The crowd was awesome. But then you also throw in the, the whole factor of it's Lane Kiffin. He's coming back. Everybody there hates him. Um, <laughs> then you have all the stuff at the end of the game where they're throwing stuff on the field. I mean, it was just a circus. It was a great game. It was awesome. And it doesn't hurt that as an, and it was alum, a national front page story when Ole Miss yeah. and Alabama, you know, the high Hill game and Shea got screwed. Shea Hodge, not Patterson. Oh, God got screwed. Started on. That. I'm just saying like, I remember all those pictures on national newspaper front pages on Sunday morning, you know, above the fold of a hill sitting on Vault Hemingway Stadium, but we got golf balls getting chunked at Lane Kiffin's no one's saying shit. 
They're just laughing, going, ha ha, look at this, Lane in Tennessee having fun. Dude, they were pelting him with golf balls. Yeah, and he caught one. He caught one. And played but, it off like it's not a big deal. Like, dude, that can hurt that man. But that game. It's all a funny game, so you catch, catch was, a freaking catch a noodle to the temple. <laughs> um that game was just from a individual performance standpoint was one of the best things I've ever seen in person. What Matt Corral did that night. Yeah, he was everything. I mean, just he was the only thing. <laughs> what is it? The uh Darren Sharper put the team on his back that game. Hey, now now you be careful. <laughs> I, I mean, that was just it. What I mean, what do you run the ball 30 times? It I mean, was just, one of the most ridiculous performances I've ever seen. I mean, there was that, no one else. It's, it's that. It's Dexter against Tennessee. I mean, we're we're really piling on the balls here. Yes, Dexter but also against, because we we got to get out of here. That brings up something I was actually thinking about this when you started talking about. It. I was like, man, you know, it was one of my favorite games ever. Dexter against Tennessee in two thousand and whatever it was, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Um, if Ole Miss really want to make wants to make some money, I know Ole Miss Sports Productions has got this stuff. Sell copies of old games. Yeah, I would buy that. I want to buy the Dexter Tennessee game so bad. Lane I don't want to go on YouTube and watching it. Yeah, I don't want to go to YouTube to watch it. No, I well, want a physical copy. It's, it's it's almost impossible these days. Now it's gotten better because there are some just amazing accounts on YouTube that do full games. But for the longest time, if anything was on CBS, there was no chance you were watching a replay. Yeah, and that just sucks. Same thing with blackouts in Major League Baseball. Make everything accessible. Why would you we, cut yourself off? How do we still have blackouts like in 2023? This is insane. That's Only almost, God that's almost dumber than mosquitoes. I agree. Not as dumb as wasps, though. Nothing's dumber than wasps. Wasps suck. Wasps are of the devil. Do they serve a purpose? Because I know bees serve a purpose. That, I've been asking this question since I was a kid and got stung for the first <laughs> time. They make, They're just... They Somebody suck. tell us at, at omspirit.com. Start a thread about wasps and tell us what purpose they serve. We told you not necessarily to panic about Ole Miss recruiting right now. All right, you tell us why the hell do we have to deal with wasps? Yeah. Mosquitoes um, are fine. They're fine. You spray a little spray. Oh, I have learned this. Perfect button. Here you go. Did you know? <laughs> I've been researching this, man. How to get uh, rid of wasps. I have a bad problem right now. Wasps hate the smell. Their smell bugs they they like they get repelled or are drawn to particular smells you want to repel a friggin wasp wd-40 oh okay there you go i just got the the, the like big ass canister from home depot i know just... but that's just ki- that's just killing the ones you're seeing man i'm trying to repel them keep them from my that's house a good point go get some wd-40 and wherever you see them kind of clustered together whenever you catch you one of those Sprayed around all that area, they'll never come back. Or at least I'm, I, I read this on on the internet, and the internet never lies. It's true. Wikipedia has a full staff now, so anything on Wikipedia is true. Good. That means like all those times where they they ask you to donate, and you feel bad because you don't. It's like <laughs> yeah. if you just give a dollar, if everybody just gave a dollar, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, but I don't want to, and you are it's definitely one of the websites that I read the most. 
but I don't want to spend that on that. Even though I spent twenty dollars on virtual currency for NBA two K, I can't spend a dollar for Wikipedia. Oh boy. Yeah. If they ever bring NCAA football back, I'll spill real green paper money on that. Well, we're re uh, we're renovating our house, not renovating, but we're moving some stuff around. And uh, my office is becoming a storage room because we just don't have any storage space. And uh, I found my old PS3, which plays 2014 NCAA football. But the last oh time I played it, I used to play it constantly. But, buddy, the last time I played it, it just it freezes up constantly. Constantly. Uh, so it was unplayable, virtually unplayable. And I can't decide whether to put it in our multi-use room just to see only only off chance it plays. Or to finally get rid of it. Give it to me. So you're telling me to put it in my multi-use room. Okay. Yeah, if you're not going to use it. I, I still hate 2020-12 Zach for selling his Xbox 360. Wait, I've got two PS3s. Well, give me one. Well, you're coming to Juice Fest. There it is. I'm saying. <laughs> Dude, if Cam Franklin was coming, you could just give it to him. Yeah, I mean, I say, hey, man, I don't have much, but here's an old PS3. <laughs> uh, hey, it, work, it, get, hey, it, worked, for, it worked for AJ Brown, so. That's true. Uh, if you could get, um, who's the top recruit in the country this year? Dylan uh, Rayola? <laughs> it's funny you bring that up. It's Jeremiah Smith. Who, there was a rumor that he was going to visit at some point. <laughs> no. Come I off. texted him and he was like, no. All right, here's here's one. Here we go. Caleb Cunningham for 2025. He's not yeah. coming for Juice Fest. Um, no. And he's the best player in the state next year. But I've heard he's like the best wide receiver prospect to ever come out of the state. I've had somebody Whoa. who, yeah. Like Take these it back. easy. I know. I'm not saying it's not me. I was surprised too. Ben Garrett just, is saying that Caleb Cunningham is better than A.J. Brown God. and D.K. Metcalf combined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a transformer. Well, nah, he's, it, well nah, here's he's, why he's... I don't completely buy it. Okay. Because one, I trust the person who told me this completely because just I do. But the words Calvin Johnson were included. Oh, God. I know, man. This kid's getting hyped to the moon. But anyway, let's pretend that he is the next Megatron. He's, he's probably not. All right. There were just, it's a thought exercise. Yeah. Whoever that player is, the best player, I'm just trying to pick one. Whoever the best player coming out of Mississippi was one year or Tennessee, the player you wanted the most in Ole Miss recruiting history, pick one. Like of all time? Yeah. Who who did you want? Who didn't pick Ole Miss or just in general? Yes. Who didn't pick Ole Miss? Um, Chris Jones? Cam Akers? Uh... Just pick one. Chris Jones up there because of the tandem that would have formed. I'm probably gonna oh, there go. You go. Just pick. It doesn't matter. This is. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Joe McKnight. Joe McKnight. God rest his soul. Joe McKnight. Would you? Would uh, Zach? Had you been this age and not little Zach back then, falling recruiting? Would Zach? Even though you, you were a teenager, you weren't little. But anyway, would Zach, college. fully formed adult, uh, with these rules? Anybody can do anything. We're paying kids to commit. We got signing bonuses. We got language to protect the schools. On and on and on and on and on and on. If your contribution, which could be, you know, I'm going to, all I got to do is buy a PS5 for Joe McKnight. And he comes to Ole Miss. Would you do that today? 
do I have an opportunity to sit down with Joe and discuss this? Or is this just like a, if you buy, if you buy Joe McKnight, a PlayStation five, he will be (laughs) Ole Miss's running back tomorrow. Would you do it? It probably wouldn't be me. It would probably be a guy named back Zary that would do it. No, no. Oh, (laughs) how much is a PS? Did that take you? Dude, this is like eight hundred bucks. Like eight hundred bucks. Oh my god! No, Mark, I'm not doing They're marked that. up. They're marked no. up. I Hell bought no. one for seven hundred something dollars from a former Ole Miss staffer, who I only met once buying this PS5 because apparently he hustled them. He was like a GA. He was trying to make some money. I get it. <laughs> I'd buy him a thirty-two inch TCL. How about that? Those things are like one hundred and thirty bucks now. It's not going to cut it, man. PS5, would you do it? I get, the no. player I wanted. All right, if you'd have eight hundred dollars, well, they're marked up. I'm telling you, like they're they're listed for four ninety nine. I think. God damn. Oh man, yeah. That's if you so, bought up a bunch of PS5s. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. It's also the only thing I want to do outside I, of being with my wife and children. My PS4 still works. That's good enough for me. Yeah, that's good enough. If you told me today the player that I wanted the most in Ole Miss football recruiting history, I just desperately wanted to have him. Wasn't Cam Akers, man. <laughs> Wasn't even Chris Jones. I'm sorry. You go all the way back. And we and Ole Miss almost said, wait, Ole Miss did get him. I was so consumed with recruiting back then. Brent Schaefer. I wanted Ole Miss to get Brent Schaefer. He gonna be a so good. bad. What you once you see him throw the football, you're gonna know. He he's gonna, gonna change he's gonna change everything about the program. I wasn't laughing at you just then. I'm I I'm at the point in uh the offseason where I just rewatch old games, regardless of who it is. I'm rewatching Alabama Arkansas from last year, and it's right after Rocket Sanders fumbled and they showed a dejected Arkansas fan in the stands. And my man's got a truly tall boy, and he just ripped that thing and then crushed it in his hand out of disgust. And I just could not laugh awesome. anymore. Just a just a awesome. He's big, feeling things. burly go hogs guy ripping a truly. Um he's just he he we're all just trying to enjoy life, man, and get through it and enjoy the things we like. And I liked almost recruiting back then, and I would have done I had no money that's why to I, do it. But I that's would, why I, I picked, would raise the money. You'd never see me work harder. That's why I picked. Uh, that's why I picked Joe McKnight because yeah, that's that was what got me into recruiting. Because that was, I, I mean, I sprinted to the fraternity <laughs> house to watch that announcement. Yeah, like I, I'm not kidding when I say this, and I'm I'm as sincere as I can be, even though everyone's going to think I'm just hot taking it and trying to get people to react. You put Brent Schaefer on Ole Miss's offense now. Ooh. Oh my god. Heisman candidate. Here's here's one. With Lane Kiffin, Heisman what candidate. Would, what would you have done? What are the links you would have gone to to get A.J. Jackson eligible in that class? Oh, man. Oh, do you remember, do you remember the, was... the, the, the College of Sequoia's oh, grainy yeah. highlight oh, yeah. video of him just oh, yeah. mossing everybody? DeAndre Brown coming out of Ocean Springs. Oh, God. I, oh, I just had a full body shiver remembering that injury. Oh, man. Oh, I wanted oh. him so bad. Go Greyhounds, uh, baby. Kadera Easton announcing with Brent Schaefer on the same day was like a double whammy of just shout out Cordera Easton. Recruiting I had before a, you. 
I had yeah, a buddy. I, I heard he's on staff now. Yeah, my buddy. Uh, I got a buddy from Meridian. He told me he's going back to Ole Miss. Awesome. We need to check in on that. I want it on record that I, I I'm a bigger Cordera Eason fan over Brandon Bolden because Cordera Eason hasn't blocked me on Twitter. Brandon. BB blocked you on Twitter? Yeah, I don't know why. Just I looked saw, it up I call again. BB like we're besties, but like BB underscore Hulk Bolden a while. Yeah, I've known Brandon a while. That's hilarious. We'll ask him. He was the first I... guest, actually. The first guest, no, the second guest. The first was Denzel Kimdichie. The second guest ever on Talk of Champions in his first iteration, which was 2016. Uh, something crazy now. 2018, I don't know. The just, second guest just, was Brandon uh, Bolden. I just sent you the screenshot. Still blocked. Well, that's because he, I mean, you block someone, you know they're going into the ether. You're never going to like go back and reevaluate here. When you yeah, block, I, it's for life. I would at least like to know. Is it because I made fun of Houston Nut? Like, I Did know you it was at him. I, I don't even remember. Maybe. No, I never wanted to unblock you. The mystery is better than all of this. I had a class with him. I had a class with Jamarcus Sanford, and I thought I was sitting by like, because I knew him immediately. Again, Ben was obsessed with recruiting, and I was sitting by him in like English 101. It was, it was a very small class too, so it wasn't English 101, uh, but it was a smaller class at Ole Miss. I sat down beside Jamarcus Sanford, dude. Whoever you think the biggest celebrity in the world is, for me, uh, I guess it's LeBron. Whoever, no, you know, it'd be like Andy, it'd be something stupid like Andy Sandberg. I saw Andy said, I know what it was when we were in Santa Monica for the LA trip, me and Emily for 13 <laughs> years of marriage. We're standing there waiting for a hop on, hop off tour. And this biker comes, like, not like biker, an actual bicyclist, cyclist, is coming around the corner. Yeah, a cyclist is coming around the corner, surrounded by other cyclists. So I thought it was like, you know, I don't know, is there a, is there a race happening or something? It's the Arnold in the middle with all the security detail around him. Like the Terminator? And yes, the Terminator Hell himself. yeah. Get to the chopper now. And I'm not going to lie to you. I, I've talked to some cool people in my life because of sports and what I do. I've stood beside Chipper Jones, and I thought I was going to have a heart attack. And that was the only time I said, I'll never, ever, I've never gotten starstruck. I'll never get starstruck again. It was just because it was Chipper. When I saw the Arnold, dude, lost my shit. I'm trying to think of who, of all the people that I met in New York, who was like the most like, whoa. Um, nah, it's probably Beyonce. Yes, yeah, Beyonce. Wait, you she saw just, Beyonce? Yeah, we could do a whole podcast on that. Yeah, we're gonna do that one day. Yeah, I met I met Jay Z. Okay, yeah, we got to do that one day. L- last thing, just real quick, ten seconds, and we're out. Why Cam did Franklin Brandon Bolden Ole Miss- block me? Yes, but also, will Cam Franklin, according to Zach Barry, end up in Ole Miss Rebel yesterday? Not necessarily on August 11th when he commits. I'm going to say no. I think you get like five seconds. You said, oh, no? I just think this is going to come down to allocating resources elsewhere. Wow. And if they're... That's a change, folks. That's dude, a change. Dude, the... The price tag is exorbitant. It's up there. The, the schools that are in it with Ole Miss are going to do it because they have insane people that want to 
pay teenagers exorbitant amounts of money. Like they, they just can do it. They just, they're going to do it because well, they, they can. Yeah. The Miami's got some Bitcoin weirdo that's got millions of dollars or, you know, whatever. And then Tennessee's just, I mean, their collective is massive. And this yeah, is not I, the 10 second version, by the way. Well, sorry. I'm, I'm just going to say, no, I'll, I'll be, I, I will, I will revel in, in being wrong and I will eat all the crow if he does. But as of this recording, I'm saying no. I think he commits to Tennessee on August 11th and signs with Ole Miss in November. And Whoa. I will go down with the ship saying that, knowing full well I am December, the, not uh, November. Band. I will go down with that ship. The good news is we'll find out soon enough. Good news or bad news, depending on your perspective. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. All right. Omspirit.com. Go on there, ask us about recruiting. Tell us why wasps are thing um ask us questions WD-40. about juice, juice fest will be there we will have wall-to-wall coverage as much as we can as much as we can get and um yeah we've got some uh got some things uh popping here in the next couple weeks we got some some football commitments on the uh on the docket we got uh maybe a basketball commitment on the docket we got we, we got we got a lot going on so check us out omspirit.com an affiliate of on three and uh, until next time, my friend, we will talk then. So appreciate you. See you this weekend. Finally meeting face-to-face. The meeting. It happens. <laughs> until next time, that's Ben over there. I'm Zach. This has been Talk of Champions Recruiting. We out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.